So we learned a lot about narcissists, narcissism, narcissistic personality disorder. But a lot of us ask ourselves, do they have fears? What do they do if they are exposed? You have people that have such high inflated egos, high sense of self-importance that they feel that they're better, they're different, and they're special. But don't they have fears? Of course they do. They're just as human as you and I. And in this video, I'm going to give you, one, some of the narcissist's secret fears. Two, what they do if they are exposed. And as an added bonus, I'm going to give you some of the signs that you have a narcissist or several narcissists in your midst. So stay tuned. Hey everyone, welcome back. Erica here again. First and foremost, to all new visitors on my channel, if you have gone through my content and you find it to be informative, you find it to be helpful, please, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. I do update my content very often. I talk about a lot of different subjects, a lot of different categories. It may be helpful for you, maybe helpful for others, but still, please be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. To all my existing subscribers, welcome back as well. Now, in this video, what I wanted to talk about was, first and foremost, narcissists and their secret fears. A lot of people tend to think that narcissists feel that they're, you know, they're, they feel entitled, they feel almighty, they feel powerful, they feel everything that most humble people usually don't feel. And they tend to wonder, they feel this way, do they have any kind of fears whatsoever? And of course, the most simple answer to that is yes, they do. Now, a narcissist is just as human as you and I, okay? Which means they bleed just like we do. Most people would think that because someone has such a high level of self-importance and they have a high level of egotistical traits, they would think that a narcissist is impenetrable. That is farthest from the truth. Narcissists have fears just like anyone else does, except their fears are somewhat more superficial if you really think about it and when we go over the list of fears you're going to understand why i say that now you and i as humble people people who are walk around with we have confidence we have self-love you know and in some cases yeah we may have our insecurities but at the end of the day we know where we stand with ourselves with the narcissist however it's a facade that they have to keep going with to survive you have a lot of people who have their opinions on narcissists, especially based on personal experience. Well, once you learn the components of what creates a narcissist, then you'll have a more in-depth understanding as to why they are the way they are. Now, needless to say, that's neither here nor there, especially if they're older, because we as adults know right from wrong. And these are choices that they make because, again, a choice is a decision that you make whether you know it's right or wrong. So there are no excuses for their behaviors. But all in all, they do have fears. And all in all, what we've learned so far is that they are compensating, overly compensating for something that they internally feel that they lack because that was something that was programmed in their brain, all right? They began to manipulate themselves so much to the point that they actually believe their own manipulation. But I have plenty of videos that get into the components of a narcissist. So if you haven't checked them out already, please be sure to do so. 
But for now, we're going to get into part one, which is the secret fears of a narcissist. Now, believe it or not, you have narcissists who actually fear losing their partners. Remember, we've gone over that narcissists fear abandonment. So what they will do is they will actually generate jealousy. They'll generate jealousy to instill fear in their partner. Still fear in their partner of losing them. They will do things like triangulation. They will do certain inappropriate things. They know it's inappropriate. You find it to be inappropriate. And so much so it can spark a little bit of jealousy where even if you go and you approach the narcissist, they will obviously gaslight and make you feel like you're going crazy. It's a game for them. They'll do that to kind of instill that fear that you better be on your toes and afraid of losing me. The narcissist tends to make themselves appear to be the best thing that you'll ever have. So in order to kind of keep you in line, they will try to generate jealousy. Now, one of the biggest things that narcissists are known for are wearing masks and their insecurities can be triggered at any given time. So if they feel that you are doing something, even though you may be completely innocent of it, if they feel that you're doing something that is disrespectful towards them, they'll instill guilt within you. They'll make you feel bad for behaviors that you probably do on a normal basis or on an everyday basis or you're you know innocent of any and everything that they're accusing you of they'll manage to twist words around they'll manage to make a situation appear to be more than what it is remember they're manipulators so they will instill guilt within you in some of the things that you're doing innocent and all just to make themselves feel better instilling guilt in people is a normal thing for a narcissist, especially if they feel that they've had injury inflicted on them. Now, another thing they fear is shame, not to be misconstrued with guilt, and I'll explain why. Narcissists, they value their place in society. They have to be held in the highest regard. And if you shame a narcissist, especially in public, if you humiliate them in public, they won't feel guilt for any kind of pain they've inflicted on you. They'll feel shame because one, they've been exposed, and two, now society is going to look at them in a totally different light. Remember, they fear what people think of them because they're highly sensitive to criticism. They have to uphold that type of demeanor in front of everyone else, in front of society. Narcissists fear shame because they fear being criticized and judged by other people, especially for the things that they know they have done to others. To feel guilt means that you actually feel remorseful for the actions or the pain you've inflicted on someone else. Narcissists are incapable of feeling that because they feel that their behaviors were justifiable. Okay, so just keep that in mind. If a narcissist, and you know they're a narcissist, tries to repent, it's more so it's because they didn't win. It's more so because they did not penetrate you deep enough to really have that full control over you, especially if you decided to go no contact with them. So don't confuse shame with guilt because shame is just pretty much the superficial level of what is the world going to think of me because this person has pointed me out on my bullshit? Totally different. Guilt is where you have feelings of remorse and you really, really are repentant for your actions. 
Now, another fear they have is lack of admiration from others. Narcissists thrive off of admiration and adoration of other people, external people. That's what fuels them. That's what gives them their supply. Now, it doesn't equate to shame because shame is the top, the top one, but it's almost close to it. They have to be admired. They feel important if they feel that they are being admired by so many different people. And it doesn't even have to be people that matter to them. As long as they are being shown that they mean something, they're being shown, and again, it's all superficial, that they are important. They'll work very hard to stay within that role to keeping that stature, to keeping that place in society's eyes. They'll do any and everything possible to put themselves out there to be someone of the utmost importance. Another fear is getting called out on their lives. Now, narcissists have an image to uphold and they're known to be notorious liars. They exaggerate things. They exaggerate occurrences. They exaggerate everything that goes on in their lives or that has gone on in their lives. When you approach a narcissist or you call them out on their lies or you expose their lies, the shame will kick in because it's not so much that they feel guilt about lying, but it's so much that now everyone's going to see who they truly are on the inside, which are insecure, invalidated people. They are going to see, people are going to see their weaknesses and a narcissist can't have that. They will actually, their world will come crashing down if they were truly to be shown to the entire world who they really are because they spend so much time upholding that facade. Another fear, feeling remorse. Now, as normal human beings, we feel remorse when we feel that we've done something wrong. But to a narcissist, that is not going to happen. This is why they don't apologize for any of the pain they've inflicted. The feeling remorse is a sign of weakness and a narcissist cannot demonstrate that to people. They have to uphold that I'm strong, I'm capable of standing behind my decisions and everything I've done is justifiable. You provoked me to do it, you made me do it and therefore that's just what it is. All of their actions, their lies, manipulation, you name it, everything is justifiable. To a narcissist, not only can they not feel remorse, but they will refuse to feel remorse because they refuse to show anyone that they are weak. Now, another fear is being insulted. We know that narcissists have extremely inflated egos, but they are so super fragile. We're talking hairline fragile and an insult will completely demolish that. Now, you know that a narcissist can't even take criticism. Imagine being insulted. We've been insulted before and we've been saddened by it, but we got over it. To a narcissist, however, that can stick with them for a very long time. Sometimes they don't even get over it. It stays here in their head, depending on what type of insult it is. So if you really stung them or you really hit them where it hurts, that can probably sit with them for a really long time. So much so to the point where they may even be plotting their revenge. Be careful with that. If you know someone's a narcissist and you know that insulting them, especially on something that really would hit them where it hurts, be careful. And just as a side note, if a narcissist insults you 
and hits you on something that was extremely, extremely personal to you. And that's something that you can't get over. Do not confuse the two. Just because you've insulted a narcissist, chances are you were probably telling the truth. But if a narcissist has done it to you and you're being a genuine person, you were being a confiding person and giving them information, divulging information to them that they've managed to reverse it and used it against you. If you have not gotten over it, there's nothing wrong with that, especially if it was something that was extremely personal and you said it in the utmost confidence. So just take that as a form of discernment because some people can be really, really cruel, especially when it comes to narcissists. They can be very cruel and very damaging with their words and so much so that they will use something that you've confided in them with against you. And lastly, their biggest fear, commitments, relationships. See, being in a relationship, being in a commitment means having to let your guard down, having to expose yourself. That's how you get to know people, having to be open with people. Narcissists have a big fear of that because they don't want people knowing who they truly are, which are imperfect beings. They know deep down inside that they're not perfect, but they put on this facade that they are perfect. And if you manage to see through that, if you manage to see through the entire facade, that's a fear for them because then it's going to trigger a lot of other fears. Fear of abandonment comes in because if you see who they really are as an individual and you know, they know that you're not going to put up with it, that you're not going to be involved with it that causes, that instills the biggest fear within them. That's why they can't have long-lasting relationships, meaningful relationships, because they're going to be forced to expose who they really are one way or another, especially if they get in too deep. And in that case, if you know how a narcissist is and you know that the behaviors that they are demonstrating is something that you're not going to deal with or something that you have no interest in dealing with, That'll trigger narcissistic injury and they have to go through the whole motions of it, which is one of their biggest fears. They don't want to go through that. So nine out of 10 times, what they will end up doing is, is that if they start to see that they're being overly exposing in their ways, you're noticing that that's why they go and they search for new supply because they already know that it's going to be coming close to the end of the line and they need to have something. It could be vices. It could be anything, something to keep them fueled and keep them going. Now, once the narcissist has been exposed, once you've acknowledged and they acknowledge that you've acknowledged they are who they are and you kind of got the idea of what it is they're about. What happens when the narcissist knows that they've been found out? Well, a number of things can happen. Now you have some narcissists who, if you've shamed them so much that you've hurt them to the point where you've told them to go themselves, then it is what it is. And some of them will go into depression. They can go into a deep depression. They can go into hiding mode. They can basically become a complete hermit. Now, another tactic that they may want to use is hoovering in that they're going to try to regain control of the situation. If they feel that they have lost, it's all about power. It's all about validation within themselves. So they may try to one up in the manipulative tactics. Now with hoovering, it's pretty much them trying to get back into your good graces, trying to act as if everything that's ever happened before was a big mistake. They will give you false promises. They will tell you that 
they've learned the errors of their ways and they're sorry they will do things to appease you to kind of get you back in and if it's done properly in some cases they can win so you have to be very careful with that another tactic is baiting baiting is a tactic used to provoke you they will put out negative things they will do things similar to smear campaigns they will do things to provoke you to respond to them okay any kind of response is a form of supply for them whether it's negative or positive response so they can if you've inflicted narcissistic injury and you said no i know what you're about chances are they're going to try to put negative content about you out there Another one is withholding, stonewalling. You know, if you share children with a narcissist, they may try to pin your kids against you. They may fill your kids' heads up with things that are not true just so your children can look at you in a different light. They may withhold your children. They may threaten to keep you from seeing your children because you're not giving in to them. Or they may just go into full narcissistic rage and try to throw everything they have at you because you're not giving in. These are the tactics that narcissists use. When they see that they can no longer manipulate you, when they see that they can no longer get their way with you, they feel threatened. They feel their supplies being threatened. And if that's the case, they're gonna do everything possible to either win over, win you over and get you back into their web or make you to be the biggest piece of shit in this world. I'm sorry, I have to say it that way. Now, everyone is on the spectrum when it comes to narcissism, okay? But you have healthy doses of narcissism and then you have pathological narcissism being the highest on the spectrum. And it's not hard to determine or decipher who may or may not be a narcissist in your life, in your environment. If you have certain people that are more about fulfilling their own needs and not caring how it affects you, that is a form of narcissism. That's a high form of narcissism. People who are inconsiderate, people who don't consider your feelings, people who don't care about what you say or what you do, people who look at you like you're wrong for feeling hurt about certain situations, people who feel entitled in your life that they find their behaviors to be justifiable. That is a bad case of narcissism. People who may have been in your life for long periods of time that are consistently hurting you over and over again. And because they feel they play a certain role in your life, whether they're friends, family, or even people that you've been romantically involved with, because they feel they play a certain role and you consistently forgave and you consistently accepted and you consistently just let it slide, you really got to look into that. You know, family, family at, at best, you have family who feel that they are entitled because who are you to question them? They're your blood. I question everything. Hell, I question the ATM when I pull my money out. That's just the way it is. But people who are going to be taking advantage of the fact that you at some point are unaware, you're oblivious when they see that you're catching on to their lies, their manipulation, they will either gaslight you, which it doesn't seem consistent. It's not consistent. It doesn't seem right. But they're making you question. They're making you second guess yourself because they're, they've been a part of your lives for so long. I mean, come on, man. Come on.
You know, we, we wake up, wake up. And I'm not talking to anyone specific, but I'm just saying in general, you really have to say to yourself, this is, this is just doesn't sound right. This just does not make sense. This is not, if you see other people removing themselves from the lives of people that you're second guessing and you're questioning, you need to really analyze and you really need to say to yourself, there's a reason why these people don't want to deal with you. There's a reason why this person doesn't want to bother with you. Or they'll go into narcissistic rage and be defiant and argue with you and be cruel about it and say things to the effect of how dare you? What makes you think? You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're seeing. You didn't see anything. Nothing is going on. Stop questioning things. You're overthinking. You're over. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. Because if something runs across you and your gut is telling you something, I, I've been called an overthinker plenty of times. But let me tell you something, okay? I pick up on a lot of different people's energy. And if your energy doesn't sit right with me, better believe I'm going to keep a very close eye on you because if there's something about you that I don't trust, my gut is telling me something. It's telling me something and it's telling me something important. Don't take that as jealousy. Take that as awareness. Well, guys, this is why I do what I do, all right? Because th this this manipulation and, and all this nonsense, it's unnecessary. It's uncalled for. Can a narcissist change? Truthfully, they can, but they won't. They won't self-reflect. They won't look at themselves because that's also a big fear in seeing themselves for who they truly are. And if a narcissist chooses not to change and they choose to continue being the way they are, then you let them be the way they are away from you. All right. You deserve better. You deserve more. You don't need to put up with that kind of nonsense, whether it's friends, family or love interests. You don't need to put up with any of that because you're you're worth so much more than that. And in actuality, if you continue to allow it and you continue to go back to it, you're devaluing yourself. You're devaluing yourself and you're showing them that you don't think much of yourself. Well, <laughs> I hope you guys got something from this. I hope that whoever is going through it, you know, you've learned and you're, you, you're, you're smartening up and you're getting out of it. And whoever is already past it, you know, you've gotten to this point, focus on your healing. That's the best advice I can give people is to focus on healing. Heal all of those wounds before you do anything else, before you get involved, before you decide to make any moves. Healing is the most important part of the process. And once you are completely done with your healing, from that point on, you'll know what it is you have to do because your instincts are going to tell you. They're going to be, your, your spidey senses are going to be up there. All right. And that's going to be the point where you're not going to put up with anybody's shit. Trust me. Trust me. So guys, I hope the video was helpful. I hope you enjoyed. Until next time, namaste.